You're listening to the 40 Days of Praying for Revival Devotion. Revival Reign, Day 20. Glory. When considering the magnitude of God's glory, Solomon asked the question, But will God really live on earth? Why, even the highest heavens cannot contain you, how much less this temple I have built. And what a good point. God's glory cannot be contained. It is infinite in every way. Earth and everything in it is just so finite. Will God really live on earth? The answer to Solomon from God himself was an emphatic yes. He flooded Solomon's temple with his glory, which spilled over into the nation of Israel with peace and unparalleled prosperity. God wills to live on earth, and he wills that all the earth will be overflowing with his glory. Numbers 14 verse 20 to 21 says, But truly, as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. I love the certainty and determination of this statement. Truly as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. Heaven is where God's glory dwells. The heavens, we are told in the Psalms, proclaim his glory. And as he lives, he wants the earth to be filled with his glory too. Habakkuk 2 and verse 14 says, The earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. As we move into the time of the latter rains, more Christians are speaking this verse. This is the passion of God for His glory to be known. This passion is welling up in the saints of God through the Spirit of God in these last days as all of creation groans for the redemption of the sons of God. Malachi 1 and verse 11 says, From the rising of the sun even to its going down, my name shall be great among the nations. Did you get that? God has an agenda for the earth. He wants to flood it with his glory. He flooded the temple that Solomon built such that the priests could not enter. He flooded the tabernacle that Moses built and he hasn't stopped filling lives, buildings and meetings with his glory. He has more plans to fill more. When we are praying for revival, we are praying for our homes, churches, neighborhoods, our cities and hearts to be filled with his glory. But what does that mean and what does that look like? The word glory is translated as the weight, the substance, the worth, the brilliance, the splendor, or the radiant beauty of God. <laughs> we could meditate on that for a while. When Moses asked, I want to see your glory, he was saying, I want to see your radiant beauty, your brilliance, your worth. And he wasn't denied. Why? Because God wants to fill the earth with his glory. In 1677, Henry Skugel wrote in the book, The Life of God in the Soul of Man, and said, The worth and excellency of a soul is to be measured in the object of its love. What is the object of God's greatest love? 
we see from scripture that this object of great love is himself in the form of his son Jesus. The object of Jesus' great love is his heavenly father. Their mutual passion is for the glory of God. This is great news because it tells us that God wants his glory to be seen and known. When babies are born, when the sun sets over the ocean in a thousand pastel colors, and when the stars shine and when the world of waterfalls and snow-capped peaks glow in colors and majesty that assaults and overloads our senses, we catch a glimpse of the glory of God in creation. Likewise, when the blind see, when the lame walk, when the lost come home, when the captives are set free, we catch a glimpse of the glory of God in operation. When we see kindness and generosity, self-sacrificing love and genuine friendship and care, we too catch a glimpse of the glory of God in mankind. To pray for God's glory is to pray that our world will be filled with his beauty, his radiance and worth. It is to pray that he would come near and everything that has been broken or tainted by sin will be corrected and realigned with his perfect will. Kenneth Hagin spoke about the day God's glory filled his church and he described it as follows. It was as if a cloud or dense fog filled the church. In that service, everyone who didn't have the baptism was baptized and everyone who was lost or black backslidden got right with God. Miracles broke out in the audience without anyone praying for them. <laughs> Doesn't that sound amazing? Yes, that is the glory of God. Everything that was broken or tainted, corrected and realigned with his good, pleasing and perfect world. No wonder David said, Lord, I have loved the habitation of your house, the place where your glory dwells. That's in Psalm 26. The place where his glory dwells is the place of perfection and completeness. It is heaven on earth. And this is what we are to pray for when we say, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Saints, revival is God's glory coming to town. And don't we want that? Come on. So let's pray. Lord, I bow my heart and I bend my knee. Send revival and start with me. Pour out your spirit in an unprecedented way. May all who hear be saved today. May all who are saved proclaim the way. Lord, send revival and start with me. Thank you for listening to this devotion. We hope you are inspired to keep praying.